Hey guys, this is uh, Gina Russo from the Lawful Press Podcast. I'm uh, joined by some cool guests today. We got a very awesome interview. Um, we're talking to, um, we're talking about Yolo Silver Destiny. Um, guys, can you introduce yourselves? Yeah, sure. Uh, I'm Michael Cusack. I, I created the show and uh, do the voice of Lucas and various other characters. Characters. I'm, I'm Toto Manuelovich and I'm the voice of Rachel and yeah, a bunch of other silly characters as well. And I'm Sarah Bishop and I'm the voice of Sarah. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Really excited to talk to you guys. Um, how are you feeling about the finale? I'm excited. Yeah. Happy. Yeah. Very, very happy. It was really fun to do the finale in season one. So yeah, I'm very, very happy with how it turned out and, uh, yeah, feeling good. Nice. Yeah. Um, just kind of, can you talk a little bit, because um, I, I love all your shows, uh, Michael, and um, can you talk a little bit about the um, kind of like Australian humor that you use in the show? Um, Do you ever feel worried um, how it translates to international audiences? Uh, not particularly uh, worried, because it's not, YOLO specifically isn't, um, now, even though it's set in Australia, it's almost like a bizarro, surreal, warped version of Australia. So, this like it's, I feel like it's pretty broad in that sense because it's almost like a fantasy land. And uh, like what I've noticed too is like if there is some some Australian expressions or like very specific Australian stuff that's said, it's it's usually like a lot of Americans think it's either made up or just mm -hmm. like exaggerated anyway, and kind of think it's funny. So yeah, it, it it does all right. Like it's so, yeah, yeah. In short answer, like we just go with the flow, man. Just yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was my that was my first thought actually when when Yolo, you know, the first season came to America, and I went really like, are they is are we gonna have to you know Americanize it a little bit to make it more understandable or, um, but it, we didn't have to. We didn't pull punches at all, and it just sort of it must have translated somehow. I guess Adult Swim has never had a note about that ever. They yeah. never said make that more American ever. So yeah, we almost forget like it's even. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, it's 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 never never an issue. Yeah. What's um, interesting as well is that like it didn't play in Australia when it first started. It actually oh, really? only played in the US, right, Mike? Took two years. Yep, took two years because of all the nonsense that happens when it comes to like networks. Like it, it, it's only like it's not an Adult Swim thing. It's just like the, mm -hmm. it's just the stuff that happens when it comes to like shows going abroad. Uh, so it didn't. Yeah, for two years it didn't even play in Australia. It, uh, it, it did America. have billboards here though. It had billboards in Australia. Yeah, we had billboards. We, we, we um, couldn't watch it. That was I thought that was a pretty funny joke on Adult Swim's behalf, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, an expensive joke, but uh, yeah, so good. <laughs> They're the best kinds. Yeah. Todd, Todd saw a billboard in the middle of COVID, where there was like no one in the street, just like he like walked. It's just me. It was just yeah. me and some and some seagulls. It was surreal. <laughs> yeah. You know, looking up at Rachel's face, staring down at me, neon sign. Yeah. Yeah. Um, kind of going off of that, um, just a little off topic. Um, if anyone, uh, any listeners like um, from America visit Australia, what do you think the first thing uh, they should do or visit? When they go I think um, I would probably like because there's all the there's like the go to Wollongong. Go to Wollongong. I was gonna say there's almost cliche <laughs> things like the Pedicoala. Uh -huh. Like obviously, obviously that's great, but I go to like Wollongong, Sydney, Melbourne, and the cities, and try to find like good pubs and bars and 
I think it's like the the nuances of Australia are more interesting than the kind of like the stack of shrimp on the barbie stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that be that being said, it doesn't take long to get kind of out of the city either. So you know, you could drive for one hour out of the out of the middle of a city, and you could find yourself in the middle of the, what feels like the country, basically. So do that as well. Drive about an it's hour out, any direction. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's it's so the good. most beautiful. I mean, we're obviously biased, but it's the most beautiful yeah. country in the world. Although it's yeah. yeah, just go anywhere and it'll be good. Okay. Get some fishy chips. Yeah. Fishy <laughs> chips. Okay. Definitely, uh, definitely writing down these uh, recommendations. <laughs> this is so vague. So no, vague go out, yeah. drive, and, drive yeah, in drive. a direction. That's eat, a good recommendation. Chips. <laughs> yeah. Um, can you guys talk a little bit about the voices? I love, uh, you know, where you kind of uh, take uh, the direction with these characters. Um, Sarah, in particular, there's like some lines that character are just like, just like dying laughing. Um, uh, can you talk a little bit about that? And then. Um, just for the finale too, um, feels like there's like some emotional places too that their friendship goes. Yeah, well, for me, it was interesting because I kind of came into this where this character had already been established on YouTube um, by Michael. So it was this kind of fun thing of like finding, there's these kind of dry, uh, almost deadpan kind of, but then sometimes also bitchy lines that Michael mm -hmm. would do. So it was like me trying to like do those moments justice, but then also kind of have the kind of uh, nervous, uh, but slightly more like authentic or grounded voice in the series. Okay. Yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, because it's just like, you know, just the, the characters. I love how they're like ordinary people just kind of, going against these like extraordinary like plots or surrealistic plots you know each week so yeah is that is that difficult or just kind of how, how do you guys feel like just um some of the uh like um some of the concepts and everything i was just curious well i think um everybody deals with them pretty pretty well <laughs> considering there's so, there's so much chaos and lots of death too everybody's dealing with death like it's nothing yeah um which i do appreciate <laughs> I, I quite like that I, I like how nonchalant everything is in the universe basically you could someone could blow up and it's like oh wow okay yep yeah, right keep on going you know somebody gets crushed by something it's like oh goodness somebody gets a piece of glass in the eye yeah but <laughs> there's always that like oh that just happened wow bloody hell all right keep on going then yep i guess that's a pretty aussie thing to do isn't it like, oh yeah. goodness me bloody hell look look what just happened anyway what were we saying <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um and then uh just a question for michael uh what made you um want to do this like a uh, a three you know three-part finale or just kind of um just like you know have this um kind of story told in like a, a few parts i think it's because we did a two-part finale in the first season and uh it was yeah this one we had more episodes we had 10 all up this time and the whole season as a whole was more serialized so it felt like it made sense to have more time to pay off everything that would set up because uh, you know it, you know it, having a like a two 11 minute things is like good time but it's still just like a, pretty much the time of like a normal half an hour show so it's probably not enough we just need that little bit more to really pay it off mm-hmm Gotcha. 
Yeah, because, uh, yeah, no, I was, I was really loving the finale, and, um, yeah, no, it came out awesome. Um, how do you kind of, how do you guys kind of feel about uh, the friendship between, uh, you know, the two characters, Sarah and Rachel, and just kind of seeing them, like, go through, uh, you know, like, I don't know, some kind of, like, uh, like a real friendship, too, you know? You have some friends where you just can't stand them for weeks or something. Mm -hmm. Sarah and Todd, do you want to take that? Yeah, it feels very real. Um, it's like scarily real to me, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but I love it. I love, I love the, um, I love that it's so dynamic and volatile because I think it makes it more interesting to keep watching um, where they go. And this, we keep talking about how there's something really beautiful about their loyalty mm -hmm. to each other, even if we do know that it's brought. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I always love seeing what what pushes Rachel over the edge, you know, like she's the one who just sort of drags Sarah along to everything, puts her through these ridiculous trials and it's, and expects her to just kind of come along. Um, but as soon as Sarah turns around and gives it back, um, mm -hmm. it's sort of, that's it, you know, that's, uh, that's sort of it. She goes, nah, no, you know, that's, <laughs> uh, that's not, that's not on, you know, now we're not friends anymore. <laughs> 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 yeah. So yeah, I, I like seeing them. You know, have to sort that out because yeah, Rachel's uh, yeah, she's very up and down, isn't she? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel the same. I also like seeing when Rachel's like hurt or emotional about something, uh, like when she's she's pissed off at Sarah, like about like oh you know I'm, I was the one that want to be empress. Like I mean, at least for me, like personally, like I yeah. I felt that. I actually felt that Rachel actually was hurt by that. And it's fun, like just seeing yeah. such a chaotic like demonic character feeling those emotions is interesting right i think my favorite part of that is this whole story arc that they're both having they're both unaware of each other's um and mm. rachel just seems to assume that that it's like yeah you knew i wanted to be empress no i didn't no like, i didn't <laughs> she's, not she, she's not mentioned that at any point you know it's like <laughs> she's just is meant to know or something like yeah. that so it's, yeah. it's funny yeah yeah definitely how how did you uh pitch these characters uh michael just uh um just kind of uh sarah and rachel so i already made a cartoon called yolo and yolo 2 in like 2012 and 2014 for youtube mm -hmm. and I had these characters and they weren't really they weren't really fleshed out it was more just you know the, the party duo the australian party girl duo going out having a good time it goes chaotic and and weird uh, so a few years later when I made uh, Bushwater Benches for Adult yeah. Swim they, Adult Swim were interested in doing more episodes of that but they, they didn't want it to be the Rick and Morty thing they kind of thought you know, it would be cool to come up with new characters <laughs> and I already had you know, already had Yol the YOLO characters there and um, I, I, I don't know I did, they, it just seemed right to use them because I just felt like I haven't, hadn't seen anything like that before and uh, uh, just wanted to kind of pursue it and um it was good because yeah like the feminine energy of the duo but you can also have like a lot of like rough like dirty stuff happening like around them like kind of you know you can have like the feminine and the masculine stuff as like as a nice kind of like mesh so yeah i don't know it just seemed to make sense okay very cool. And then um, I also love uh, Smiling Friends. Um, it's a great show. Would you guys ever want to see any like uh, characters cross over into Yellow? <laughs> I feel like they're different universes because mm -hmm. uh, I, I, I like keeping 
I'll probably keep them separate. Uh, unless... <laughs> like they're, they're... It's funny, I've... I feel the same. I think um, mm -hmm. somehow, I mean, although they're both, um, you know, Q Zach's characters, and uh, obviously Zach's characters as well in, um, mm -hmm. in Smiling Friends, there's some, yeah, there is a bit of a, like, I, I, I wouldn't see them fitting in each other's universes. I would, no. fi I, I would figure that, you know, the YOLO characters would fit better in the Bluey universe or something like that, you know, rather than the, yeah. the Smiling Friends universe. Very different, yeah. very different tonally. And when Zach and I write, it's very, it's much different. I think to how Yolo pans out. So yeah, it's I do see it as two different worlds. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What's but like, on? draw fan art, please. Do, yeah, do yeah. Art. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, put that all on Twitter and everything. Yeah, while we still have, yeah, while yeah, we still have Twitter, yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure. Next few weeks, next few. Yeah, months. but um, yeah, Yolo. Um, it's interesting. Uh, social media plays a lot of uh, you know influence on some of the plot. Is there any like annoying trends that you guys just like dislike that you see or just kind of you know vent on or what have you? Um, <laughs> annoying trends. I got annoyed by stuff like that more when I was younger. Mm -hmm. Now, yeah, I mean there is stuff, definitely. Um, I feel like actually, you know what trends like the whole like planking and like oh, okay. that, <laughs> that doesn't happen as much anymore. Yeah, like the Tide dangerous pods. Ones. Yeah, like that yeah. seemed to chill out in the last few years. I think that's uh, maybe that's because of TikTok, though, because it's yeah. so quick yeah. now. There's so many different trends. The one, the only one, like I'm the same as Cusack. I, I like when I was younger, I go like for some reason I just dislike a trend and I don't really know why because everyone was doing it and I was a nonconformist or something. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, these days I kind of like getting on board, on board with some of the trends. The only one that's um irking me at the moment is when i'm on tiktok and people use the um uh the spongebob voice filter for just oh, okay. a normal like a normal conversation like i love that filter don't get me wrong mm -hmm. but like everybody's just talking like telling regular life stories like like that with the spongebob filter and it just like puts me <laughs> off every time i can't yeah. listen to it it's funny yeah anyway that's the only one <laughs> yeah i like the the have you seen the the there's the the long dog like greyhound trend where didn't i do it for you oh you yeah that? i see that that it's destroyed my everywhere my everywhere. algorithm it's just yeah. everywhere yeah I, and i don't get sick of it like i don't get sick of it. Like, i don't know why and, like there's a lot of trends like that i just like yeah i just love like the like there's a bunch of family go ones too I'm like a, a mindless <laughs> consumer when it comes to that stuff. Like, yeah. <laughs> the, the algorithm, it's always listening. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then one last question for you. Um, we tweeted out uh, just a viewer question, and I'm just picking one here. Um, someone wanted to know about the planned uh, dance interlude from the first season of YOLO. Oh, yeah. The live action dance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, what do they want to know? Oh, they were, just, uh, they were just curious if it uh, could come back or used again or uh probably i think that was probably a one-off because like okay. sarah drunk a strange drink with god knows what was in it and mm -hmm. i think that that's definitely sparked that kind of you know mind-altering thing that she was going on the weird trip so yeah i don't know i think that was a one-off i don't think that would come back Okay, but that being that being said, there is a little smidge of live action coming yes. up in mm -hmm. the finale. If that there is live action, but yeah, no dance, no. I mean, actually, uh, yeah. That okay. cameo, 
I think the person who asked this question will be happy. They'll be happy. It just won't be me. If they they want to see me, I'm sorry. It's not me. No, that'll that'll be be better. Trust me. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. But yeah, um, I think that's it. But um, yeah, I just want to say uh, thank you for your your time and everything. Um, The uh, season finale, it airs on uh, March 5th. And uh, yeah, we watched it and go check it out. Um, if you guys want to plug any social media handles or what have you, um, yeah. Uh, I've got I just Michael Arkizak. Just follow me on Instagram for dumb posts. Yeah, yeah. I'm Windows Media Player on Instagram. Underscores between those words. Gotcha. And oh. I'm Sarah E. Bishop if you want to see pictures of my dog. <laughs> cool. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you guys. Um, Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We've been professionally unprofessional.